Hi, my name is Olivia Rudloff. I'm a sophomore at UNL and I'm majoring in nutrition and exercise health sciences. Today I'm interviewing Chad Perkins, who is the head softball coach at Marion High School. I chose to interview Chad because he is a great example of what a true leader is. He is a positive and motivating person who gives respect to all of his players and is always looking for ways to help improve not only the player's game, but help them grow into leaders as well. Chad really helped me have the best softball experience I could have asked for. I was not the most talented player by any means, but he saw something in me, and I think that really motivated me to prove to anyone that thought I couldn't achieve my goals that I can, and that I could be successful with whatever I put my mind to. Today's topic is about leadership and how you interpret leadership. Okay, I have, I think, like eight different questions, and they're all kind of similar. Okay, Okay, um, so the first one is, what is your definition of leadership? Um, I think my definition of leadership um, would be giving the team the tools and the confidence to um, basically believe in themselves and to take ownership of the team, you know, and to get everybody to buy in. If you can do that, I think that is one of the huge traits of leadership. Okay. How do you view interpersonal skills as a part of leadership? I think that's one of the, one of the biggest components of leadership because you have to be able to communicate and relate with the players, not only on a professional basis, but also kind of on a personal basis, not too deep, but you need to know little things, what makes, make players, you know, tick. That way you can recognize if they're having a bad day or something and you can um, maybe try to understand what they're going through a little bit more. I think that that's one of the, the things that sets a lot of leaders apart is they just look at, we're only teaching the fundamentals or we're only teaching softball skills, but they leave that interpersonal part out, which I think is, is really key. What are your best leadership characteristics? Oh, I would say having players like Olivia Rudloff on a team. (laughs) No, I would, I try to, I try to instill confidence in players is what I try to do and, and make, them believe in themselves I you know more than you know I think sometimes I have more belief in the players than they do themselves but hopefully by the end of their experience with me they have that same confidence in themselves so just trying to instill you know confidence in themselves I think I do a a fairly good job of that what are challenges you face as a leader that's a good question I think sometimes um, challenge is, is trying to keep drama out of a team because especially coaching girls or female athletes, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than it was with guys because guys don't have a tendency to carry grudges as long. But yeah. with the female athletes, there's so many different things that you really have to be on top of every day. So just trying to um, maintain the pulse of the team and making sure that the little drama things like that don't build into big things because all it takes is one person not buying in and it can ruin the whole experience. Mm -hmm. 
who is your great leader? I had a gentleman by the name of Chief Master Sergeant Edwards when I was in the Air Force a long time ago over in England. And a quick story. So we had this other guy that was just, I mean, he was like a dictator, ruled everything, controlled exactly if we were one late, um, one minute late coming back from lunch, he wanted to write us up and he had all these policies on the wall that if you're late for lunch or if you're late for work, all these different things, how to get written up. And I remember the first day that that Chief Master Sergeant Edwards came in and he took all these policies on the wall down and he said, hey, he goes, here's the deal. This is your area. This is your maintenance area. You, you are all grown adults. You come and go as you please. And we're like, wow, no rules or anything. But he said, here's the thing. On a Friday afternoon, if the work's not done, nobody's going home until it's done. Well, at first, people were taking advantage of it and taking long lunches, coming in late. Well, then Friday afternoon, the work wasn't done. And he had people there till 10, 11 o'clock at night. So then you know, after a while, everybody would work hard, work through lunches. The, the atmosphere was great. So basically what he did is he, he gave the ownership to us. He says, you're in control of when you get out of here on Fridays. If you want to come in Friday morning and stuff's done, well, guess what? You can enjoy a three-day weekend. So there was incentive to work hard. And I think just the way he led was constantly put, turning it around on us. So we had self-ownership in the processes. And I think that was huge. Okay. This is kind of similar to the first question, but what would you describe your leadership style as? Um, I would try to say I try to get very involved um, with the confidence building. I think I try to be a, a big time motivator is what I try to do. I, I'm not, I try not to be negative. You know, there's times where I have to be a little negative, but I try to look at the positives of everything and try to be a motivator because it's, I've always had a saying that I, I would rather have, and even as a manager at work, I would rather have people wanting to do a job for me instead of having to do a job for me. I think you get a better product if people are engaged and they want to work hard for you instead of having to work hard. I, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but yeah. to me, it just, I, I always want to have, want people to, want to do a good job, not for me, but for themselves and for the team instead of having to do it. Okay. This is also kind of similar, but how do you cultivate leadership? I think communication, number one, is key. I think, you know, that, you know, don't just, you know, say it once. You have to constantly communicate. You have to constantly make sure you have your your pulse on what's going on on the team. And if that means you have to have individual, you know, sometimes we pull players off to the side in the dugout, just have quick conversations, make sure everything's going okay. I think just making sure that you're in tune with what's going on, you know, on the team. Okay. And final question, what kind of characteristics do you look for in a leader? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be, the loudest person on the team. I, and believe it or not, I've used you as an example to our Marion team and even our Nebraska Gold team. You don't have to be the loudest person. You don't have to be the most talented person. What I look for is somebody that's willing to go out there and lead by example. To me, that is the biggest thing. And when you're running through fences, basically, and stuff like that, you're going 100%. 
it's easy for kids to buy in and follow when they see their leaders are out there, the hardest working kids on the team. You know, they're not just saying, I'm a senior and I'm a leader. You know, they're out there, they're the hardest working ones on the team and they're humble and they're willing to put in the hard work. And usually, it, usually our leaders at Marion have been the kids that are the hardest working ones at practice and they don't, they're not satisfied with just being average. They want to, they want to be better and the good leaders make those around them better as well. And that's, that's what I look for. Okay. okay. Well, great answers. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate it. Well, it was great talking to you. And like always, if you need anything at all, don't, don't hesitate to reach out. I will not. Thank you again for being here today. That concludes this week's podcast. Thank you all for listening.